Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All I'm saying is I just want you to admit it that you're this this podcasting thing has gotten you to a celebrity status level where you can you can use it to get in places for free. That's I that's just, <laughs> that's what this is about. That's what this resentment is about. I'm just saying I leave the island, you know, and then you just waltz right into a local comic <laughs> convention and they're they bust open the doors for you. They're like, Brandon, please come in. That, dude, <laughs> that's not what it's about. What it's about is I go up and they're like, oh, where's where's your bald friend? Where's, <laughs> we, we where's the it. bald one? He had a name, but it wasn't important. We loved your bald friend. Now it's just you. We feel bad. Come on in. <laughs> I guess you can come in. <laughs> but next time, bring the bald guy. Bring the bald guy. He's the one that really knows how to network. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is Travis Hey everybody, this is Brandon Welcome back to another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm Straight to your ear holes Not your eye Your holes. ear holes <laughs> I'm the ear hole man <laughs> Yes, Apathetic Enthusiasm Where we take articles that we've read throughout the week Or month or the last year And we say, hey Let's go ahead and, and take a look at this article through the lens of pop culture. Indeed. Uh, if you have an article that you have read that you think is interesting and we should cover on a future episode, please send it to us so we can read it, evaluate it, deem it worthy, and then potentially make it a, a future episode. Uh, <laughs> make an outline out of it. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll see. There's... Send it to Brandon last minute. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to send it directly to Brandon, you can always hit us up on our different social media sites. Over at Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at apathusiast and on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. All of the links to the social media sites and pretty much everywhere where you can find the podcast is all over at apathetic enthusiasm.com. Okay. Housekeeping out of the way. Uh, Housekeeping done. <laughs> done. What, what do we got? What do we got on our slate today? All right. So anyone who knows me well, uh, or I do. I, I, I feel like you do, Brandon. 
uh, <laughs> knows that I frequent the site theverge.com. Right. Uh, pretty much a, a daily trip for me. And there was an interesting article by Casey Newton, over, who, by the way, just as a side note, Casey Newton, if you've never watched a live blog where Casey Newton is involved, it is phenomenal. If any, any Apple announcement or like event like that, if he is on the team doing the live blog, he adds a level of entertainment and sarcasm that is, he just basically makes fun of whatever the new products are for a long time. But anyway. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I'm down. I'll, I will, you, you've convinced me. You've sold me. Go back, go back Newton into the track. archives. Go back to like the iPhone <laughs> six announcement and gee, it's a treat. It's a treat. But uh, this is this is a much more uh, serious article. It's it's a long form article called "Speak Memory," uh, and basically the gist of the article is there's a person who worked for a startup company that developed artificial intelligence bots, and that person had a close friend who died, and she decided to take the text messages that she had uh, for communication with with this friend of hers, as well as the texts of many of the friends and family members, and enter that all into this artificial intelligence system and create a bot that is her friend. It is the AI equivalent that will respond to people um, the way that that friend would respond. It's a tremendous article. I highly recommend you uh, go and check it out. Try to put the link in the show notes. But uh, what what did you think just off the bat after reading this article? Well, going through the article, the the first thing I was noticing was just how they were they were talking about uh, the 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 friend who who died, right? Right. Who, yeah, yeah. Who had his own? Uh, he had his own startup for a little bit um, that 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 failed pretty much, and and it was all about how. It wasn't really what he wanted to do, but everybody that he worked with, all his friends, they they really loved talking to him, right? And this uh, this woman, Eugenia Kudya, I think yeah. she's she's Russian. They're all right? I th- they're all Russian, so pronunciation. We're just gonna butcher that, but yeah, yeah, e- Eugenia. Yeah. Uh, so you know, she when she decided after he he perished. Um, quite unfortunately, and he got hit by a, a van, I think, mm-hmm. um, or or a truck. But she decided, like, hey, let, let me let me try doing this. And and she saw a an episode of Black Mirror, which uh, called "Be Right Back," I think it's called. Oh uh, yeah, it's, I think that's the title. Yeah, yeah, uh, season two, episode one, which is about a woman whose husband dies and comes back uh, through text messages, emails. Um, and eventually he gets cloned into an actual person, looks just like uh, her husband, and the the kind of uh, the, all the the stuff that comes along with that, all the the weird mixed emotions that come from knowing that it's not really your your loved one, it's just a close facsimile. Right. right yeah. It, and you said you had already seen that episode before we started talking about this article, correct? Uh, I'd, I'd known about it. I hadn't seen it yet. I'd, okay. I'd read about it. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it after reading the article, and it brings up a lot of um, not only the sort of moral questions of doing something like this, but also just sort of behavioral and interpersonal questions about 
what what makes up a person and and mm-hmm. what um what our relationships with each other really are all about and how much of that can be simulated by an AI system and how much of it just still doesn't feel natural or genuine uh, because of the limitations of computers and AI and things like that. But uh, really fantastic. Right. If if you never checked out Black Mirror, this is actually the first episode of Black Mirror I'd ever seen. Uh, yeah. But it's got me wanting to go back and watch the other episodes now too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good. So So go on anyway. And and I and I think this getting away from the kind of memory thing, but uh, Black Mirror it deals the entire series deals with technology, right? right? Yeah, and sort the of technology. Yeah, it's it's it, everything's just like a hair off from where we are or where we could be going. Like everything, almost from what I've read about it, is almost a plausible future, a plausible thing that might happen if technology got to a certain level or went in a certain direction. Uh, yeah. And then they add just a little bit of that. Uh, I've heard it re- related to Twilight Zone. I'm not going to bring that up to the Twilight Zone guy. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think sort of the way that it is, almost anthology in nature. Each episode mm-hmm. is a, is a different story. Uh, it, it it asks big questions sometimes, uh, which can yeah. be really interesting for for a TV show. And it, and it, and it, British, right? Most of it's right. British, so it is it is that's British, like yeah. a, that's All like the... a plus one on, on its own. Although the the new season that's coming out on the twenty first uh, will have some U.S. folks in it, Get like out. Dan Trachtenberg. Skip him. What your your Dan, buddy Dan Trachtenberg is directing of uh, Black Mirror. You're right. He's a uh, uh, Eleven Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Oh, they did a podcast forever and a, and a web series that I used to watch all the time. Uh, anyway, your buddy. Yeah. Anyway. Shout out to Dan Trachtenberg, who I don't know at all personally. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Danny TRS is is, is TRS, uh, totally rad show. That's what it's called. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know the 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 Twitter name. You know the show. Yeah, we, we nailed it. Jeff Kanata uh, of uh, We Have Concerns was also on the Totally Rad Show. Shout yeah. out, shout out to him. Also, not a listener. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so there there were some things in this article that I pulled out that I found really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things was the actual. Um, individual who died had talked previously about his interest in AI, his interest in the singularity. Um, for those of you that are not familiar with the concept of the singularity, this this concept that artificial intelligence will begin to learn and learn at such a level that it will start to know more than the human race does, and maybe mm-hmm. even becomes more intelligent, and or or maybe that our interaction with technology will get to such a point that it almost goes on forever and things like that. Um, so those things kind of fed into this idea that, okay, maybe this is a good idea to take the conversations and, and ways that this individual would, would speak and incorporate that into an AI bot. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a little bit of, there were two sides for, with the friends and family about, about, the concept of doing this, some people got on board right away and thought, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll hand over our text messages. I think she edited out a lot of the really personal like the stuff, more personal stuff. Yeah. Um, but really just building this database of, of how he would respond and things like that. But then there are other it, people that really thought that this was a bad idea, that it wasn't healthy. It was kind of perverse. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, do you, I, I, what, I, what is I your think, initial take on that? I think one of one of the, the the people in the article said that she didn't learn from 
the Black Mirror episode uh, that that she was doing this this AI thing, right? Um, you know, I, it's it's an interesting thing because Black Mirror in that episode they really they talk about you, you know like it's it's him it's it's the husband but it's never it's never really quite the husband and in the article um, this this AI that Eugenia created they they talk about how yeah it, it sometimes it sounds exactly like the their friend would sound right in text like it, he would respond in like this kind of snarky sarcastic way right yeah exactly uh, but other but other times they would they would say something to him and it, it it's doesn't even make sense right uh but the one thing that a lot of people took from it the some of the friends who actually used it they use it as kind of like a coping mechanism right because he he hadn't been he hasn't hasn't really been dead all that long maybe just like a year or two um and and so they were still coping with that that loss and they used his um almost specter to say like hey i wanted to say this to you when you were alive and i should have and i didn't have the chance to but but now i'm i'm talking to a reflection of you almost right yeah and and i think there <clears throat> you know i don't i don't want to come at this questioning anybody's grieving process because i think people grieve in their own ways uh whenever you have uh when you lose someone in your life i know that i lost uh, my father-in-law a few years ago, and I had kept the text messages that I had exchanged with him uh, stored in my phone. Even like when I'm going through and deleting a bunch of old text messages to free up space because sometimes hard drive management is terrible on iOS. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd always keep those in there. Be and, and a lot of it wasn't important stuff, but it was, you know, joking about our football teams or talking about music or things like that. But it was like that little like fragment of memory of like, Hey, these were the conversations that we had. And then, uh, and then also when my dad passed away a few months ago, like that was another thing where it's like, I have these texts, I have this, this conversation. Um, now not, I'm not blaming Apple, but when I, when I <laughs> updated to iOS 10, uh, I lost, uh, almost all of my text message, uh, history. And, uh, yeah. that sucked. And that was, that was like a little bit of like, you know, a stab and, I was frustrated by that, but at the same point, I was like, okay, like that's not those individuals. That's not those people, those messages, you know, it's a memory and it's something to look back on, but maybe that's not something I have to hold on to forever. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a stage in this grieving process. Like, okay, I can move on and there's other things that I have to remember them by and stuff. I, I feel a little bit like, doing this thing with the bot and creating a bot that emulates your friend uh, limits your, your potential for moving on in a grieving process. And, and, and maybe it just extends it to where it, you have a, a, a harder time letting go, or maybe, maybe it, it helps you and maybe you can say those things that you wanted to say. And it, and it's a more gradual way of, you know, losing that person. So I, I see the benefits uh, and, and maybe the risks, but yeah. it's, I don't think it's something that I personally would want done for me. Um, did you give any thought to that? Is that something you'd, would you like us to create the brand, the Brandon bot if, if you <laughs> suddenly were gone? Uh, 
I think that's I think that's a different question I want to ask a little bit later. Is, is <laughs> okay. Would, is would you want your your friends and family to uh, make a clone of you? The, the interesting um, thing is, thanks to these podcasts, we don't just have text reference, but we have so much vocal reference <laughs> now that we can totally um, do the audio version if if we if we need to. Well, so okay, uh, I I was gonna save this for a little bit later, but uh, no, you're not you're not wrong, right? One of the one of the things I've said about doing like S4YA and doing this is like, like if I ever, if I ever die, right. I want there to be, it's not really an if Brandon, I hate to break that to you. Oh, but at some point, at some point on a long enough timeline. (laughs) Uh, so when I die, right. If I, if, if I die before Dexter, that's which, which is the ideal outcome. I think. (laughs) Okay. I think. I'm not. I mean, maybe he becomes like a Hitler, and I'm like, oh no, oh, gosh, you know, like no, he needs to die. I to, to I want you to know if that happens, I am blaming you. <laughs> hey, hey, it is what it is. I, I'll accept that. You should put him in some art classes, stat, just in case. <laughs> no, no. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, one of the reasons of doing this in S4YA is like, I I want him to have a kind of a record of me saying. Like, hey, this is this is what he thought about things, and this is how he kind of acted and interacted with his friend Travis, who this also is, this died. is what he talked about when he thought he was being <laughs> funny in his garage. <laughs> uh, oh, this is why he kicked me out of the garage <laughs> for what this? an a hole. Thanks, Dad. Uh, um, no, I I totally I totally get that, and th- that that actually comes up in the article too, where they talk about this digital estate, right? Because mm-hmm. of where the internet is now, the fact that there are so many social networks, we're constantly sharing photos and opinions uh, with friends, family, and complete strangers, thanks to Twitter. Uh, we've we've really grown this digital estate of information about who we are as people, about the mm-hmm. things that we care about, the things that we like and dislike. Um, and then if you're creative in any sort of way there's even more content because you're publishing photos or drawings or movies uh podcasts if you will <laughs> and and yeah we, we we are developing this large body of information about ourselves that continues on after we die and yeah uh i mean i know a lot of people i won't say a lot of people but i know some people who have passed on who had a facebook page and mm-hmm the family kept that Facebook page on there and kept it active and people would go and just leave messages on their wall or, or things like that where they would, it's, I hate to say it, it's like visiting like a digital tombstone in, in some yeah. ways people would go visit a grave site traditionally and, like say like, hey, and, and say, Hey, I really miss you. I wish, yeah. wish you were here. I wish you could see how big the kids grown. Exactly. Like um, but now it's this virtual environment where people are, uh, dealing with grief and dealing with emotions in that same way, but it's now done through the internet and technology. So, uh, I, I'm I'm happy that I have these podcasts. I have some of the stuff out there that will live on for better or for worse. Um, yeah. and yeah, I, I I don't necessarily want it all compiled into a a robot that looks like <laughs> me. Uh, I mean, if you make a robot, at least give him a decent head of hair. Yeah. Like that's all I ask. Come on. Remember me as as a sixteen year old before my, my <laughs> yeah. hair disappeared. I, I would I would like to know. I wish, maybe not. I don't want to. Well, I I don't believe that I I can see myself after I die. 
but I would like to see all my stuff uploaded and see what that AI would sound like, right? Okay. Like I would like to I would like to to message myself and see if I respond with oh hi. Oh hi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh hi. That would that would be the perfect thing is and for those of you that don't know Brandon has a tendency to just use an uppercase O in a lot of correspondence <laughs> and like they fire up the bot, the AI is all ready to go. And then just for the first 20 minutes, it's just the letter O oh. back and forth. Oh. <clears throat> and they'd be like, they nailed it. They got him. Nailed it's it. like, he's right here. That, that is Brandon. <laughs> that is Brandon. To and oh. like, you're like pouring your heart out and really emotional. And he just comes back with, Oh, 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 oh. oh hi. Or, or, or uppercase lol <laughs> yeah. exclamation for no reason. <laughs> and then just gifts, just gifts <laughs> for no reason. I want to know if the AI can can properly program an a uh, GIF, right? You know, and because that's our, th- our GIF game is strong. It's 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 subtle, but it's it's uh, the the <laughs> idiosyncrasies of the way that we communicate, not only with each other but with others in our lives, yeah. through the art of of small moving pictures. It's uh, yeah. yeah, it's something that I don't know if artificial intelligence is at the level to detect yeah. just how funny some of these GIFs are. I think I, I think that's an interesting thing, right? Because the way we communicate with each other, right? The way I talk to you is different from how I talk to Sizemore. Is how and it's different from how I talk to John Caulfield or talking to Bob or talk to Chelsea or talk to my family, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And and how complicated that has to be in order for like my mom to send my AI a message and for me to respond in an appropriate manner to my mom, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It uh. And I think there's a, a certain a suspension of disbelief that I think the people on the, the, the sending end have to have to think that, oh, this, this sounds like Brandon, right? I, I, had a, I had a quick band called Text-Based Misconception, right? Like when you're getting into an argument with, with somebody over text, you don't know if they're angry or if they're happy. Yeah, there's, you, there's no sarcasm font, right? Right. You're, up, you're applying your tone and your emotion into into just the text so you know when somebody sends an ai a message and it responds they're like that's exactly how brandon would respond (laughs) he said hello yeah crazy brandon he just said lol it's it's the same way that uh like like palm readers and and psychics they do their thing right they they say something and they get the person who's receiving the information to apply their own thoughts to it, that they're like, oh, you know what? The, the psychic might, might say, you're going to meet, you just met somebody really important. And like, yeah, I did meet someone last week at the, the mall. <laughs> yeah. They handed me a business and, card. And suddenly they become super important in that person's head, whether or not they yeah. were in the first place. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So certain sense of uh, suspension of disbelief, I think, has to go into that. Uh, do you think um there's any realistic danger in this or do you think that this is something that we would see um sort of become more commonplace and and have some sort of uh repercussions i i don't know about repercussions in the article it talks about how the uh the the guy who died he talks about how we have to reshape our views of death Right. Yeah. Um. And on 
not a shout out for S4YA, although it is technically. My friend Tiffany came on to the show uh, to to talk about this episode called Elegy, and uh, her thing was she was talking about how how death in, in how death has evolved, how we view death has has evolved just in the last century, right? Like death used to take place in the household, used to be when somebody was dying, they died in the house with you and then with, you know, surrounded by family and then death moved to the hospitals. So you were removed from death. And because of that, death became a scarier thing. Mm, Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. And so now we're, we're getting to this point where uh, death is, is kind of coming back into the, the foreground a little bit. Like we're, we're more surrounded by death. We're more, Social media, where death is more accessible, almost. Well, and yeah, so I and don't I think... think we're connected with people, even extended family, yeah, in more ways than we ever were before. So I think some of those relationships are strengthened, and sometimes we have more connections with people, so that we feel closer, uh, even to even to people that we don't know very well. When they yeah. pass, we just kind of feel a little bit more close to it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I I I think that we shouldn't be afraid of death because as you said to me earlier, we're all going to die. Even you, Brandon is what you said to me, especially you, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) And you shouldn't be afraid of me dying, Travis. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a shrimp bar at my my funeral. All right. Let's go to my will. (laughs) Call a lawyer. Get that added real quick. Uh, All right, Brandon. Well, is there, is there anything else? Uh, specific that you wanted to get into on this topic before we uh, wrap it uh, up, so to speak? R- really, the, the the last thing I wanted to s- was say was, you know, I talked about me doing this podcast for 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 the kiddo. Um, but, you know, like I saw, I read this article on NPR a couple months back, not a, like a year ago, and it was all about this guy who recorded an interview with his family just so he can get like a record of, of them and, and their stories. Cause my great grandfather, he used to tell stories about crossing, crossing the U S desert on wagon train. Right. Dang. And then, and as soon as, and then he died. And so those stories are now getting passed down through, you know, my grandmother or my mom, like just random people, but they're not in his words. So, uh, so I took that and I, I wanted to, so I recorded with my, my mom and dad and, and asked them questions about their childhood and their regrets and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and I'm okay with having that when they, they pass away. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to respond to them because as you said, we grieve differently. I just, I just need to know that, you know, I, I have a record of them saying hello or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or my dad leaning into the microphone and saying, I plead the fifth. <laughs> he did that for like five minutes. I'm like, come on, dad, get, get with the, get with the program. But very telling of your dad's personality. So I, uh, I, I don't want to answer that. Please talk to my lawyer. <laughs> like dad, just, just tell just, me what was your favorite friend as a kid? <laughs> I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and I, I think this idea of the digital estate, um, <clears throat> It it really changes, I think, how we value uh, even like the the mementos and things that we hold on to from people. Uh, I have so many pictures of my family now; it is obscene. 
right? <laughs> like, the, like every year there are thousands of photos taken uh, of me, my wife, and my kids. And I, I'm not saying that they, they're devalued now, but I, I have so many that it's, it's not the same as some, sometimes where I just have like a picture of a grandparent or a great grandparent. Um, but I, I can, I can almost stitch together like what our life is like through a lot of these pictures or at least the, the life that we present to the world (laughs) of Facebook at large. Right. Um, like like our old pictures, they were snapshots and snapshots in time where it was like, I don't know what my mom was thinking in like this old, old picture of her where she's just like on a couch in the seventies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know what she's thinking because that was only like one picture of, of maybe a dozen that were taken in that, in that decade. Right. But now we have so many that, I mean, you can almost stitch like a, a, (laughs) like a flip book and be like, Oh, here's all that happened. Yeah. No, like Facebook actually does that. They'll just build a video for you out of your trip to the grocery store or whatever you're taking pictures of. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, and I think that's going to continue to evolve as well. Uh, as we, as technology advances, as, the smartphones or devices that we carry around in our pockets uh, continue to push the limits of of social sharing. I think that digital estate is still just going to continue to grow and yeah. and somehow define us for better or for worse. I don't I don't know if that's a good thing or not because people are only sharing what they present out and yeah. they don't always present the bad. So, um, right. but you know we'll see we'll see. So, uh, I really like this article. Thank you for discussing it with me, Brandon. Absolutely, uh, no. Th- thank, <clears throat> thanks for thanks for finding it and sending it my way. Because uh, death is death is an interesting topic, and the way we view death is is interesting to me. Um, because I, you know, I, I think we got away from it so much in in the last century that we really need to kind of re reevaluate its importance in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, great, well, great article. That is that is our thoughts on this topic. If uh, if you got a chance to read this article or you just listen to us talk about it and you have your own thoughts that you'd like to share with us, please do so. Hit us up on any of those social media platforms or, I don't know, send us a text, uh, a carrier pigeon, an owl if you're a <laughs> Harry Potter fan. Uh, but yeah, we love to hear your feedback. So please um, tweet at us or anything and uh, let us know what you guys think. Would you be interested in having an AI bot of a loved one that you could talk to? Would you uh, be totally creeped out by it? Uh, and what do you think about the digital estate that you're you're growing? Is it all uh, memes of of funny jokes and <laughs> you know I don't know uh, clickbait? I don't <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know what your digital estate looks like. I have uh, so many funny Reddit <laughs> pictures to send you, Travis. Can't wait! Can't wait! You're, there's gonna be this period where your kids gonna look at your digital estate. And it's just going to be really awkward Facebook uh, <laughs> profile photos. And he's going to be like, Dad, what was, what was going on back then? Um, but, you know, that's ask, fine. That's and he'll you. ask my AI, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh. Oh, LOL. <laughs> funny, funny gif. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'd love to hear your guys' feedback on this and any of the episodes that you've listened to in the past. If you're enjoying the show, if you like the podcast, there's one way that you can definitely help us out, and that is to share the podcast with friends that you think may be interested uh share the social media stuff you know retweet on twitter when we're uh, promoting the show uh and also go out to itunes and please or whatever platform i'm not i know i'm the apple guy 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to be the iTunes pusher. However you listen to the podcast, if it has a rating system, please do us a favor, head out and give the show a five-star review. Um, it really helps the show get out there to other people. You never know who might be surfing them you know, interwebs. You never know. You never know. Could be anyone. You never, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough for me. Uh, thank you so much for listening, Brandon. Salutations. Hey, thank thank you, Travis. Thank you, one and all, for listening. You guys are wonderful, and we are so thankful that you uh, join us every week. Yeah, we have big plans coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, make sure you catch next week's episode for all the details on that. And <gasps> bump, bump, bump. I did a cliffhanger. I did a cliffhanger. Bump. Oh, <laughs> your Netflix. <laughs> Woo! Tra- Travis go, Netflix. Go, I'm gonna go finish watching Luke Cage right now. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Until next week, I am Travis. And I'm Brandon. And we will talk to you next time. That we will. Goodbye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.